0: This is Ban from Ringside. Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast, we recap the AEW pay-per-view. We recap the WWE pay-per-view. We recap the NXT pay-per-view. We recap the Succession finale. We recap the Barry finale. We recap the I Think You Should Leave Season 3 premiere. That and a whole bunch more tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast.
1: You, you know I didn't watch those last three. I'm right? just saying
0: it was a big week of entertainment. This is very true. <laughs> <laughs> it's that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Mark. So welcome to the Band for Ringside Podcast. As always, I am your host, Bill Vagie, a.k.a. Quick Account of Chocula. And sitting directly across from me, we have Jason
1: Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Oh, man, like you said, it was a huge weekend of wrestling. Uh, there was certain times where it was almost wrestling overload. But on that lovely note, Actually, I'm going to sidetrack for 30 seconds. I want to give a shout-out to my two cats. It's their birthday today, so I want to give a little shout-out love to the cats on their special day on all that lovely note. I'll ask the congregation to bow their heads as I read from the latest edition of the Band from Ringside podcast, volume 310, chapter 3, verse 14, and the good smart saith hashtag boo the heels. It's all good, baby. Listen, share, subscribe, repeat the holy trinity of BFR. I'm waiting for episode 314 because I'm going to have to say that joker twice. That's going to be real interesting to see how I fuck that one up.
0: Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, I, I do want to say. Uh, I had the cats in birthdays for the week, so you just kinda you just kinda dump the gun. You're Sorry, supposed I didn't to know. save it for the main. I didn't event. Know, you, Not know for you were a the be beer. Curtain jerker, I didn't right? know you were up there here. in Portland, Oregon. We have three beers. Zach Pullman. What's going on, Three beers, Zach? PFR beer Weston House. Ah,
2: uh, yeah. Happy Pride Month. Uh, happy birthday to Jason's cats. Are they legitimate siblings?
1: They are legitimate siblings. They the the oldest and the youngest are in my possession right now. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep.
2: So is it both of their
0: legitimate? Are these shoot birthdays? No this this is this is straight up legit. He's asking are they birthdays? Are they birthdays or are they gotcha days? No, this is this is the day that you got them or the day they were born. The
1: day they were born.
0: Okay, all right. Well then, happy birthday. Yeah. Was it Lucifer and, and,
1: and Billy's running around here somewhere? No, probably hiding the, underneath. These you named the cat after No, me. I didn't. So I nice. didn't. I did not do that, man. That was that was what? your girl that did that, man. What? That uh-huh. was your girl that did that. My girl. Yeah, your girl. We're coming at you
0: from <laughs> coming at you from sweltering South St. South St. Louis. It is fucking hot here. Summer is here, and it is on. Uh, you know, I, I have a heart out again tonight. Uh, I got some uh, stuff that I got to do this weekend, so I, like I said before the before I ended, I appreciate you boys uh, being so flexible. But it is four o'clock in the afternoon. And we got tons of shit to talk about. So let's just get right into it. Let's get to that three counts.
1: JCB, dealer's choice. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with the one that I think is the, the most polarizing of the shows. The one that I was there next to Bill with and him going on. I wish it was a rant that I could have videotaped and play it back because there was a couple of times where I was even debating on the, to myself, is this an AEW fan or not? So, on that lovely note, obviously we'll be going to Las Vegas, Nevada for AEW Double or Nothing. Main event uh, <laughs> surprisingly and I think probably a part of the reason why I think for me personally, I kind of had a problem with the pay-per-view is when you have the main event as a non-title match, I think that's a kind of an indictment on the title the title holder itself the four guys that are in the title match yada 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 um, just overall thoughts um, I thought this was spectacularly mid until the last two matches it felt a little predictable at points the women's matches I thought were the two low points and that's a goddamn shame I thought this was Jay's kind of best performance. And then you turn around within two minutes and her 60-match streak ends within two minutes to Chris Statlander, who we, I've talked about on multiple times that this was the person that they were waiting for. Why not build that match up? Put it on a, a, a shit, a dynamite. I mean, you know, make this streak feel something. I mean, now it feels like it's nothing. You just built this all up and now jade is lost in two minutes i just did that personally i didn't understand it jamie hater obviously hurt she gutted that out i'll tip the hat to that but a part of me is almost like i almost wish she just dropped the title and just let tony storm take it and, and walk away with it and been interim champion again no you don't make her interim champion again you just make her the champion like you did like you should have done it before the first time you just didn't do it neither here nor there um from there, it's it's a mixed bag. It's for me. I don't think there's the two the last two matches. I thought were the two best matches. Then from there, I probably would have to go with FTR versus Jarrett and Lethal. I thought that match kind of woke up the crowd a little bit. Chris Jericho and Adam Cole baby was a little underwhelming. Wardlow Christian, you knew who was going to win. They pulled out all the stops, but I thought they went a little over the top with the biting of the thumb talked about tony and uh jamie house of black i thought was a nice little twist you didn't i didn't know who was going to be their opponents acclaimed and billy gunn obviously where the opponents looks like they're going to run that back we'll talk about that in a second the battle royal it's orange cassidy show so i mean yeah
0: okay i'll save it for my turn okay
1: i'll just i'll i'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up like this for me like i said it was spectacularly mid it was a it was one of the more disappointing AEW shows, and I was thinking to myself, when was the last time I walked away from Joey's house this disappointed? It was the night of the uh, barbed wire uh, match with Kenny Omega and John Moxley, and Kenny and uh, Eddie Kingston came out when the ring was supposed to explode, and he covered up uh, Kenny, um, uh, covered up John Moxley or whatever. And those black cats went off, dude. I was, And that's when I was just like, okay, you know, that's when I was like the most disappointed. I was rock bottom. This wasn't too far away from that.
0: All right. So we don't have to dwell too much on the stuff that was disappointing, but I, I do want to talk about the last two matches a bit. Uh, Zach, what were your overall thoughts of the pay-per-view? Uh,
2: overall thoughts were that it was the worst AEW pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, it was the only one that I regretted spending money on. Cause even the barbed wire thing putting barbed wire was a phenomenal show. Yeah. It just had an unfortunate ending. Um, this was bookended by a very fun battle Royal and a fantastic main event, uh, with a very solid title match, uh, preceding it. And then the middle was just like completely missable. Um, you know, and that's just not, uh, you know, that's just not how AEW has been with their pay-per-views historically. Usually they're pretty much top to bottom, um, with fantastic shows with maybe a popcorn match here and there. Uh, but uh, usually, uh, you feel absolutely justified and plunking down, um, you know, 50 hard earned dollars. And this time I was like, eh, like I could have missed most of that. Um, that was, uh, that was it. And you know what? It's not the end of the world. Um, it was still a fine night of wrestling, but it, you know, they're just in a little bit of a, a booking low. I don't necessarily want to offer up any indictments or anything. It's just like, you're not getting hit a home run every fucking single time. Uh, and they didn't hit a home run this time. It was a, it was a nice ground rule double. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I'm pretty much like, that's I, great. I, the last, I, I went back and watched the battle royal today because I was not at Joey's yet uh, right. when that happened. Right. Uh, the last like three, four, five minutes of it where it was Orange Cassidy and Swerve was, was very fun. Yeah. Now it's you, like you it's obviously
1: like, were getting that on uh, Wednesday, but well next Wednesday.
0: That's awesome because I want to. I would. I wouldn't mind seeing the because Orange Cassidy's been taking all comers. I wouldn't mind seeing a feud before between those guys, and I certainly think now that Orange Cassidy still holds it. Swerve should be the guy that takes it off him. Let's, let's give Swerve the ball here. Let's let him run a little bit because uh, their styles kind of mesh with each other really well. Their styles are both kind of similar uh, in in terms of the fact that they're both kind of heady wrestlers. They're, they're like smart in ring and they, you know, kayfabe, they make smart decisions. Um, I really like the end of that match. Uh, the... The main event was fucking awesome. Yeah. And I also, re-went, I also went back and just... Re- I re-watched pretty much the whole pay-per-view today. There was some shit that I skipped past uh, while I was working. But the Blackjack... Or not the Blackjack Battle royal, The uh, Anarchy in the Arena match was fucking awesome. Like, super awesome. Not, not always my favorite type of match. But there was enough action going on in ring at all times. And uh, the production did a great job of keeping everybody like there was split screens and all shit right. like that and that was very cool and the last the last i looked at uh, i was watching on my phone today with my earbuds in <laughs> and uh well you know i got set up right in front of me you know hey and,
1: explain yourself to me dog do you think
0: i mean it's not like i'm watching 2001 a space odyssey on my right, phone or right. something that's like i'm watching wrestling uh but um <laughs> <laughs> like the way stanley kubrick intended it exactly but um when Daniel Bryan, when they all started hitting each other's finishers, or when Daniel Bryan, it was just fantastic. It's it's so much fun. I looked at my phone. There was ten minutes left in the pay per view because I wanted to be like, okay, when does like pretty much the last eight minutes of that match, or the last eight minutes of before they were all celebrating up to when basically they did that pose with Takeshita and Callis. That the last ten minutes was just fucking spectacular. Um. I was pretty hard on the Four Pillars match, sitting there, watching it. Very um, much so.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, JV versus the Varsity, I think, is the right words that came, if, if I remember it correctly. Well, um, I... Like you didn't I said, like it? Oh, my God, hell no. He took a nice little 26-minute dump on this match. Uh, I went back and rewatched it today.
0: It was better than I thought it was that night. Um, I kind of, like... I started dumping on it, and then I just, like, I got in the mode where I was just dumping <laughs> on it. There were really only – there were the, the first – okay, so let's get into this. I'll, I'll, wow, we'll, let's kinda get into like,
2: it. kind of like, like when you hit your wife and she did not really deserve it. Deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> it felt real good to do it. So you just got to keep doing it.
0: Yeah, it was exactly like that. I can't wait for them to play this clip uh, in Divorce Court. But um,
2: the... Uh, it was the, about domestic
0: He uh, was, was, was joking. Oh, was, oh like, my can, God. Uh, please, uh, for the jury, can we listen to the first 300 episodes <laughs> of BFR so that they know that Zach's joking?
3: <laughs> Bill's
0: going to cut this out anyway. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't hit my wife. Okay. Can't believe I have to say this ten minutes into the say, podcast. If
1: anything, she hits him. That's right.
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, so uh,
1: let me Four start off. L-
0: let me start off with the good. Okay, in my opinion. Okay, I thought Team Guevara was fucking awesome. I thought that MJF was fucking awesome. I thought that uh, Darby was incredible in this match. The thing that bothered me were the really, really, really choreographed shit. I thought that the first six or seven minutes of this match was terrible. I thought it looked like uh, it, it, it looked like they were all like kind of playing together instead of having an actual match. Um, the part where they all did their uh, the part where they all do their mentors finishers on each other right in a row. I remember hating that when I watched it. Didn't hate it so much this time because it ended with MJF doing the crossroads, which was, frankly, pretty fucking badass. Okay, uh, I, I I don't I didn't like the part where they all had submissions on each other, and the crowd was chanting, "This is awesome!" It's like, are you guys watching the same thing that I am? And then I also I I hate 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 that spot where they get sit in a circle and then they take turns punching each other. Hate, Hate hate. Hate, 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 hate that spot. Uh, Besides that, I thought that Sammy Guevara kind of stole the show. And also, uh, congratulations to Sammy Guevara uh, and Ty Conti on uh, the uh, welcoming of your new child. Um, Jason, where am I wrong? Where am I right?
1: Um, I just said, I think it's always personal preference. And I'm glad that we started here because I at least wanted to. This was your biggest complaint of the night. And I was sitting there next to you, and I'm looking at the same match, and I'm just like, I I just don't personally get it. I like all four of these guys. I think everybody was putting on a good performance. MJF with the entrance of the night coming from the heavens as the devil. I thought that was just absolutely amazing and a, on a night where i was looking for things to to kind of look on to and to grasp onto to, to to see that it's you know worth my time sitting here at joey's it's always my time but you know this shit was starting to get like okay man god damn we need a good match here that was a good start and from that point like i said it's always personal preference i if, before you even said sammy Guevara i thought he was the guy that stood out to me most Darby Allen is the guy that people are saying that if anybody should have won, he should have been the one to win it. I get that. That makes total sense. But Sammy Guevara, to me, is must-see TV, whether it's I'm doing a suicide dive or I'm doing a 630 off onto the outside or whatever the The, case may be. The
0: Spanish fly onto the other two guys was pretty –
1: that's – that's, that's dangerous. <laughs> it, but that's Sammy Guevara, yeah, though. I know,
0: but and that's, it's dangerous for everybody else, too, especially it looked like MJF. I rewound it a couple of times. It looked like he took a knee to the head or whatever, to the jaw. It's like you can really fuck somebody up like that. So I'm glad that nobody got hurt.
3: Oh, I
2: think both of his knees. I think he hit one guy in the head with his knee, and then, yeah, like MJF on the side of the face. Like both of his knees hit heads,
0: Which is... Why you don't do Spanish flies on top of guys? But also, I, yeah. mean, I don't care, you know.
1: Jungle Boy is the only <laughs> guy that I think is kind of missing, kind of lost in the sauce, I guess, for lack of a better term. The one.
2: Jungle Boy needs to fucking turn heel. Okay, I That's thought you he stole my thunder. You stole my thunder the was, one I time. I thought he was coming out to turn and heel, and I was and just hook. like,
1: he was holding the chair, and I'm like. You know you want to do it. That's Go a, ahead. Go ahead. Wap that motherfucker, man. You, it'll feel, it you'll feel better. Been, it <laughs> would have been, been perfect on Wednesday night. Okay. It would have been perfect. You, you know you want to whack that motherfucker with the chair. Go ahead. And that's what I was kind of waiting for, and it didn't happen. I was like, okay. Maybe this is just, you know, we're planting a seed for, for whatever. If they want to do it, you know, there will be another place another time. Even in this match, in this title match, when Jungle Boy had the title and he had to make the business call whether I want to whack this motherfucker with this title and become this guy that I've despised and I've talked about for the last six weeks, or I'm going to do it the right way. So Jungle Boy has had two literally crisis of conscious moments the crowd booed when he threw the belt away too right
0: yeah you you make the call from that point uh zach uh tell me where jason and i are wrong or where jason and i are right
2: uh i i mean i just really enjoyed the match i didn't uh i didn't have any criticism uh whenever i was watching it i only watched it the one time um there was wait, other stuff that wait, I didn't you, only on you only watched it one time
0: you only watched it one time
2: I did. I watched it the, yeah, live and then I didn't go back and revisit bullshit. it. Unprofessional <laughs> <No>.
0: Bullshit. Unprofessional <laughs> bullshit. <Just laughs>
1: Pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guilty Well, stress. you got work? <laughs> yeah, right. You got kids at home? <laughs> what the fuck, dude?
2: Yeah, so I, I was just, uh, and that's, I think, kind of an indictment on the pay-per-view in general where I just didn't even think to, to go back and watch it. I did love the last two matches. The Battle Royal was very fun. Um Adam Cole and Jericho was incredibly underwhelming. I think that was something that I was looking forward to. That just, I don't know that it was necessarily the finish. I just don't think they have good in ring chemistry. Uh, just wasn't feeling it. I don't mind. I didn't mind the finish as much.
1: No, um, oh, fuck yeah. all that. That that to me was the biggest thing, man. If you you talking all this shit about my girl, you you whooped her in front of me, man. It, it's going to take more than a little mouse under the eye for me to be like, you know, that's enough.
2: Yeah, and I understand that they probably didn't want to get too brutal because of the energy in the arena, but that's why it went first. Um,
1: fair. No, so. That that's totally fair. You Separate the two. And I and I get that. I just the finish is for me is what took me out of the match. But I never thought about the fact that you just said that they they maybe they did they just don't have good in ring chemistry. To me. Wrapping my head around that statement blows my mind. Adam Cole is the guy that just walked up to Kieran Cross. Is that the only thing that's special about me is that when they ring the bell and now you got Chris Jericho across from him, you know, you would think this is just a natural match that has good chemistry. I didn't think about that until you said it. You might have a point there.
2: I kind of got the... uh John Moxley, Chris Jericho, WWE vibes from that match. Like in our, like the uh, the Asylum match. That's kind of what it felt like to me. It was just not, didn't click.
1: That's totally but, fair. No, I, I, that's one of my least favorite Moxley slash Dean Ambrose matches in WWE. Oh yeah, everybody hated that match. I remember. Um.
0: So, all right. So, if you had to give a grade to the Four Pillars match, Jason, what would you give it? Me.
2: Zach, what would you give it? Uh, four pillars match, I'd give
0: it a B plus. I said on the podcast last week that I thought that the match would steal the night. I was very much looking forward to this. I didn't come into it with a bad attitude. Even though I thought that they probably shouldn't be fighting for the title, which turns out I was right. Um how, how you right? Oh, I'm going to tell you how I'm right here in a second. Okay. Even though I came into it with an open mind and I expected it to be good, I was still disappointed. in It. I give it like a like a like a B minus. Yeah, not terrible. I was expecting an A. I was really expecting a lot. You, I, you still didn't. You still
1: didn't say why you were right because this was match shouldn't right. have been for the title. I
0: was right because okay, so everybody's kind of in agreement that this is maybe the worst AEW pay per view they've ever had. Argu-
1: Z- for me, it's arguably. I mean,
0: Zach said it. Uh, I've seen other people say it. I've heard other people say it. Um, what? Yeah, like just saying like it's the worst
2: orgasm you ever had. Though they were really all really good.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 but the, 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 the thing that always saves uh, got thing, point the things that, the thing that always saves AEW pay per views is the title match. Whether it's Punk and Ambrose or Kenny and or Punk and Moxley or Kenny and Moxley or MGF versus Dana, Brian Danielson last time in the Iron Man match, which I came in thinking it was going to be not as good, and it ended up being fucking
1: superlatively good. Right. The title match couldn't save it here, and maybe if this, if, maybe, if Anarchy in the Arena was not behind it, and the title match was the main event. The rest now of it would have been worse. Yeah, because it would, it now we're feeling worse. like it, we, we, we're still leaving for more. I mean, you MJ, gave me a little something, but I still want more.
0: MJF had a fun line in the in the presser afterwards where he, he, somebody asked him, do you think this should have been the main event? And he's like, do you think I want to wrestle in Moxley's blood? Uh, which I totally get. It's a That's funny a line. Fucking comedy. But <laughs> I would have rather seen and maybe I, I don't That's know what this great. says about me. I would have rather seen MJF versus Darby Allin straight up, or even MJF versus Amy Guevara straight up. I thought that this match, I think that they overthought it. I'm telling you, man, go back and watch the first five, six minutes of this match. It is terrible. It looks like fucking gymnastics, and I'm not the one that uh, doesn't, uh, that, that Hates on the Osprey ricochet flipping around stuff. The oh, you both end up in the in the superhero pose or whatever. I'm not the one that always says that, but in this case, with four of them all doing it, it just didn't seem like a wrestling match to me. It seemed, it really seemed like an exhibition, which I get. That's all wrestling is, is an exhibition. But it's <laughs> supposed to feel like a fight, right? Right, and yeah. it just didn't feel like a fight to me. Totally fair. And then I got that. I got into that mindset, and then I was also probably getting some yucks over at Joey's house, so (laughs) I probably
1: just kept going with it.
0: (laughs) It was probably just me being a dickhead. I was to say,
1: shout out to him, my man Joey who's probably his arm it should be coming back to life after Vice is over here beating the shit out of him thanks to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we were having fun. It was still a fun time at Joey's house. Like, always, always. I texted text him the next day. I was like, man, I feel like I talked a lot last night. And he's like, you were on fire. I was,
1: like, right. I was like, it's the one of the few times leaving Joey's house that I left him money because I felt like, you know, I, I need to leave him money. The, the show didn't deliver and I said it last week wasn't very invested coming in but I expect the AEW show to deliver and when it doesn't that's where I think the bells start to alarm or whatever the case may be I just wanted to see where Bill's take was for me I, I haven't wavered too much I finally watched uh, the Jamie Hater match um, Bill and I were outside smoking a cigarette. Yeah, after, that's how quick it was. Yeah, and that's why I was like, damn. It's like, not like we're slow
0: smokers either.
1: It's like, no, we're, we're putting them we down. down. And <laughs> next thing you know, we walk back in. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? He's like, oh, you know, Jamie Hayter lost the town. I was like, damn, we were just outside. Yeah, We, we were literally we, just outside. Well, the, six, th- seven minutes tops. Well, we were
0: outside for six to seven minutes. The The match, the match
1: well, the, coming out, and I think that's the well, way to... You got to think you're
0: going to get six... You got to think there's going to be some entrances. There's like an ad in the middle or something. Well,
1: yeah, of course, but the way that they did Stephanie it... Stephanie
0: McMahon talking about how great Saudi Arabia is to women <laughs> or something like that.
1: The way... Thank <laughs> you, ain't shit. The way that they, they, they did it is obviously... With the outcast beating Jamie down in the back, it protects her even more. So I'm assuming this injury is cave- not kayfabe. This is a shoot injury. Yeah. She's going to be out for a little bit. And now they did the best that they could do to protect her. From that point, the match wasn't what it, what it was. It just it didn't. I guess here's the problem with it. The crowd still wasn't really into it. And now you roll this out. Now you're having a a crowd that's mid, even more mid. And that's when we came back. I was like, damn, you know, what's next? And then the House of Black came back. I was like, okay, you know, now I'm getting excited again. But up to this point, there wasn't the Battle Royal. It's probably, I think, everything that we all can agree upon that was something that got us interested in it, especially like you said with Swerve and uh, Orange Cassidy yeah. that got me interested I would have
0: rather seen a one-on-one match between those two also it is what it is to, sure just, it is what it is but uh, you know what I just thought of another thing that I was probably another reason why you looked at me and was like is this guy an AEW fan or not it's like why didn't they advertise it's a match that would have been that would have been something well, no, that I, just I think really would have looked
1: forward to no I just think that's just that's that's the booking that's booking um <sighs> On okay. Tony's side, um, right. sometimes you're overbooked. In this case, you didn't book it enough. Where if you'd have told me Acclaim versus and uh, Acclaim and Billy versus House of Black was going to be on the card, you know, that, okay, there you go. It's something else to worry about.
0: Let's move on to the Anarchy in the Arena match, and we can get down to the nuts and bolts of it. Zach, what were your favorite spots of the Anarchy in the Arena match?
2: uh the Matt Jackson uh, combo of the exploding sneaker and then they dumped out the thumbtacks and they did the atomic drop on the thumbtacks on his foot. That was super creative stuff. Um, you know, last time we had one, you know, not in Anderson the Arena, but whenever we had like that awesome cage match with uh, Lucha Brothers and, and Young Bucks and they did the, uh, the thumbtack Jordan, there's always some fun shoe spot i wonder if that's going to be a uh continued thing but you think they're um... feet guys oh god (sighs) yeah no tony khan's Khan's got a foot fetish gross like quentin directed by quentin tarantino
0: right exactly
2: oh man um no that was awesome uh that that obviously stood out um Yeah. just absolute absolute chaos uh what about you guys
0: I, well, you can't forget about the thumbtacks in the mouth and then taking the European uppercut. uppercut which, I was like, dude, what oh, the yeah. fuck is this, man? I don't know which Jackson was taking him in the mouth, but he, looks, Matt. he looked scared when they were, like, shoveling into his mouth. <laughs> That's like, why I was just like, dude, hasn't
1: Matt suffered enough? Find somebody else to fuck with. You just oh. fucked with his foot, and now you put tax tacks in his mouth? God damn.
2: I, I I heard Meltzer this morning when I was listening to the radio, uh, Said that when they went to take the thumbtacks out of his feet, that some of them, like the heads of them, broke off, and he just had the slivers like still stuck in his heels and shit. So they had to like dig in to get them.
0: Wait, those are real tacks? Mm. Um, Just, (laughs) just, just curious. We we can cut this out later. But what did Meltzer think about the Four Pillars match? Do you love it?
2: Um, the ratings. I think the newsletter comes out. Today, like they usually come out on Thursday, like night, um, Friday mornings. But um, he it. had generally positive things to say about it.
0: That's basically like me. I basically had generally positive things to say about it. But they're just a, the I I. I don't mind choreography. I just don't like the that's, over choreography. That's fine. That's, 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 that's fine. personal preference. I take te- te- that. He actually kind
2: of he actually kind of sounds like you because uh, he really doesn't like um, like the the gimmick matches like the. The anarchy in the arenas or whatever, but whenever they happen and they're good, like he was really like he talked about how great of a match it was, even if it's not for him.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Me and Melter, yeah, he's a real cool dude. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are best
0: buds. I, I, te- now. I texted you guys the day after, and I said, "LOL, I picked Jarrett and Lethal." LOL, <laughs> 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 because I, I, I was had like some bad picks. Uh, well, you know we can go over the picks right now. So for uh, we'll go through every one, but just for AEW and Jason can see him right here. I hope you don't spoil him for the listener because I'm sure we you know we got to them to listen through those ads <laughs> that we're getting ready to
1: have. Um, one J- day, my brother? Jason
0: had a Jason had a perfect AEW. Holy shit! Jason had a perfect AEW. Well done, Jason. Really? He didn't miss a pick. Oh, okay, <laughs> Chris Stangler. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, you had Jade winning. So Jason had 12, I had 8, and 3 Beer had 9. Now, I also texted you guys about my Tyra Valkyrie pick, because we always say that it's always about who's walking out with the belt. So even if somebody cheats, but you can't lose the belt by uh, disqualification, disqualification, we just pick who's ever walking out with the belt. I picked Tyra Valkyrie. but Tyra Valkyrie didn't walk out with the belt, but neither did Jade.
1: Two separate matches, Dirty.
0: So, actually, we should all have half points there.
1: Two separate matches.
0: All right. So, in that case, I had eight and three (laughs) beer had nine. Uh, I also picked picked Orange Cassidy last. Another bad pick. Um, But, so, yes, Jason had 12. I had eight. Zach had nine. Any other thoughts about this
1: pay-per-view before we move on to the next one? Actually, no. And that's a shame. I would. I thought it would deliver. It did it it didn't spots, but overall.
0: As an AEW mark, they have a really good batting average. Yeah. Forbidden Door is four weeks away. They, That's where I think that they mentioned Okada on television last night, which is exciting. Um, That's where I think the
1: problem is. It's, really excited it's too to see many. who
0: he who not she he who should not be named faces if we get a go to sleep match, which I think would be. Kent p- has already called him out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw that that Kent said he's free. Uh, Zach, any final thoughts on this pay per view? Let's let's give grades. Uh, what what kind of are Zach? Give me your thoughts and then give me a grade.
2: Oh, um, overall, I'd say C plus.
0: Wow,
1: that is low, Jason. What'd you say? C plus. Shit, this it, it's not a D. It's not a C plus. I'm going C minus. I'm sorry. This is just. Uh, there's a lot of matches where you. It's a struggle to get through the last two matches help it out and then for me like i said i have a match that i like you guys like the battle royal better so we all have three matches out of one two three four five ten matches yeah come on uh so
0: this isn't this is compared to other AEW pay-per-views it's a it's a it's a c minus i'd say compared to all pay-per-views it's probably a c plus I think C or C plus is probably fair.
1: One last thing before you move on sure. before uh, in the Anarchy Arena match. And you were there when um, the guy came out and playing the uh, the John Moxley. Oh, the guy in blackface. Okay. I'm not saying uh, I'm not saying this. Technically, it's not blackface. But if I have it to It was a stop, mask though, right? Yeah. And then black paint. It looked like blackface. Okay. If I have to stop as a black man in 2023 and wonder or not whether the lead singer singing John Moxley's theme music is wearing blackface, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Period. Uh, okay.
0: Real quick aside, Zach, do you think that John Moxley's ever said the N word?
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> like when he's singing along when he's singing along to
0: a song? No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, he's a white guy from Cincinnati. He was born in 1985. Of course, he said the N-word. I was
2: just—I I was actually just going to make that exact reason. I'm like, eh, Midwest. Uh, was born in 1985. Yeah, probably. Uh, I will say, I, if I—if you put a gun to my head, I'd say probably.
0: You know what? I, one last thing is that I don't mind the guy. I don't mind the band playing Wild Thing until he gets the super kicks. The super kick should have happened probably about three minutes earlier. It's like, okay, I don't need music playing during this. It's a little too, like, a little over-stimulated for me, you know what I mean? I
2: actually kind of like that. but that's, that's, that's a preference thing. Pre-
0: just a preference thing. Let's get to that. Two counts. <laughs> two beer. What's the two count?
2: Uh, You know, maybe we should... Um... On the, the the grind, but let's just go ahead and, and change gears a little bit. Um, and uh, since we did have another pay per view, I had a couple more pay per views. But uh, let's talk about the WWE pay per view or premium live event, as they're now called. We don't uh, say
0: we don't we don't work for those motherfuckers. You if can they, say pay per view if they start paying us, we can call them PLEs.
1: <laughs> okay, supposed to say motherfucker? We the Renegade Podcast. We say we want to say what you want to say. You want to say pay per view?
2: Well I d I don't pay for
1: it either. <laughs> no, I can always say the <laughs> N word, okay. Everybody just chill out. I got the N word shit on lockdown, all right?
2: <laughs> you got a monopoly on the internet
1: over here. <laughs> yes I do. It's the one monopoly uh, I ever have in life. <laughs>
2: um so but yeah, I don't pay for it uh Peacock comes included in my uh, internet package. Oh so pretty nice. But uh so I I really like these uh the time of these um uh, Saudi Arabia shows, even if I don't appreciate uh, the propaganda aspect of it, but they do tend to put on really excellent shows, and they do so at 10 a.m. my time, which is very convenient I'm for jealous. me. Because there's nothing like just wake like, sleeping in a little bit. I can't sleep in too much uh, just because I'm getting older, and I'm just not allowed to. Like My body just doesn't let me. But sleeping in a little longer than normal, and then like getting up and Starting a little laundry, and then boom, there's a premium live event on oh, my shit. TV on Saturday morning. Pretty good. Um, so, uh, started out with uh, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles for the brand new World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, pretty good match, uh, as you would expect, right? Um, it's Seth Rollins. It's AJ Styles. Um, I don't think that it it never really kind of. Got into fourth gear or anything. Like, it was like a very well wrestled match, as you would expect, but like, there wasn't anything like, you know, out of this world to where, you know, I, I could just kind of remember the spots because they're typical AD and test spots, but there wasn't anything that really, like, jumped out at me about this match. But it was like an incredibly solid match. And, uh, Rollins ends up, um, you know, taking it, which I think pretty much all of us expected.
1: What do you think, Jason? A lot of people were down on this match, and I couldn't understand why. I watched this match two times, and I agree with uh, 3 Beer on this one. This was typical AJ and Seth. It didn't blow you away, but I didn't think it had to blow you away. What was going to blow you away is later on down the line. This is just setting the table for everybody to eat. If there's anything, you knew who was going to win. Outside of that, I thought this match could have stood up with any of the other matches I saw all weekend long. Yeah, it's
0: probably just uh, the the hard bigotry of high expectations is that you probably expected a lot, or just the idea of Rollins versus AJ kind of yeah. tickles your fancy. You're Hell like, yeah. fuck, you're like, fuck yeah, let's watch these two guys go. And then they start out first. I had it on live. I I can't stress enough as a 43 year old like. I'm like, man, bring these fucking Saturday afternoon pay-per-views on. This is, like, <laughs>
1: fucking perfect. No, like I got to work. So, you know, so they like, I got to shower before this shit gets started like our, nowadays. The fucking baby's napping. It's like, I can
0: just kind of chill, sit back and watch it. So, I, I, I watched a lot of it live. I, I certainly watched uh, the three big matches that I want to watch. I watched them all live. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was really good. It was as good as you would expect it to. It... Didn't um, It didn't exceed my expectations, but kind of knew who was going to go over the
1: whole time, and good for them. You know, it's like here in St. Louis, we have six flags. That's our Disneyland, Disney World, blah, blah, blah. One of the big rides when I was a kid is the Screaming Eagle. You get on the first time, it's pretty fucking terrifying, but when you get on the second time, the third time, the fourth time, you know what to expect. That's what this felt like to me. It's just riding the Screaming Eagle. You, it's not going to change. You just know what you're going to get into, where the dips are going to happen, where the dumps, highs, and lows are going to happen. It wasn't a bad match. It wasn't the match of the weekend. I took 20, somewhere years, in the
0: I took 20 years off from going to Six Flags between high school and when Aaron and I had been together for like four years. And I'm just going to say it right here. The Screaming Eagle fucks. <laughs> it still fucking rules.
1: God bless the Screaming Eagle. And you know what? People
0: are like, well, it's kind of rickety now. It's like, yeah, yeah,
1: that's what that makes, makes it me, better. Yeah, that's good. say that's what makes it more terrifying for the guy that, that hates heights. And they put me up there. Me I'm too. just like, oh
0: shit, can't stand heights. Uh, Zach, what's next?
2: Uh, when I was a kid, I remember for a certain period of time they ran the Screaming Eagle backwards. So maybe if we watch mm. this AJ Seth match backwards. It'd be a totally different experience. Stop.
0: You know, if you watch the movie Grand Torino backwards, Clint Eastwood's a racist who gets more and more racist. <laughs> oh, shit! Fuck <Yeah, laughs> <you messed laughs> it up. Clint, Eastwood, Clint Eastwood's a zombie who gets more and more racist. Damn it! <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty
1: great. <laughs> I knew you go with it. I was like, <gasps> yeah. Probably,
0: I mean, I say that joke like once every hundred episodes. Uh, I do love that joke though. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like watching Nick Young. I'm like, is he's open for three? Son of a bitch!
0: What do you got, Zach?
2: Uh, next we had Trish Stratus uh, beating Becky Lynch. Uh, this match over delivered. I thought. I thought Trish Stratus was really good. Uh, she had like one one spot where uh, she did like the handstand thing that didn't look too great, but uh, she won after Zoe Stark came out underneath from underneath the ring and did her finisher and. Uh, bash Becky's face in with it, uh, but yeah, surprising finish. Uh, really putting over as always start as a contender here. Like put, don't come from the next team and put you in a program with Becky fucking Lynch. Um, same thing with uh, what's his name. You know, coming up, they're gonna put him in a program with AJ Styles. Uh, they're doing good things with these call ups. Way better Grace than they and have historically. Yeah, Grayson Waller. So um, anyway, uh, I thought this match over delivered, and I uh, really liked.
0: Yeah, I agree. Hundred percent, all the way around. It overdelivered. Trish Stratus looked pretty good. Becky Lynch made her look good. Trish Stratus made Becky Lynch look good, and having it end with a complete surprise with somebody like Zoe Stark come out. Zoe Stark, who, if you watched NXT, or even if you didn't watch NXT, you probably had an idea of who she was, and that they liked her a lot in NXT. She never held the belt, but that's because. They moved her up quicker than they usually do with other uh, wrestlers. So,
1: <coughs> did she have a, a couple ready. of title shots? Though she just lost those title she shots had or whatever. A
0: title shot. She had the the tag belts for a while, but I can't even remember who her tag partner was because it was she one of those- flipped on her or whatever. Was it uh, Nikita Lyons?
1: Uh, yeah,
0: I guess, yeah, I guess it was. Nikita Were they tag Lyons. champs though? I think so. It's Nikita Lyons, the one with the uh- yeah. Apple bottom jeans, yeah.
2: Boot, boots with the <laughs> Spur, fur, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but non non vaccinated.
0: But if you're going, if you're you going, just leave shit alone. If you're going to have a big surprise ending like this, then put somebody over. Make somebody a star, or give somebody the like I said with Swerve. Even though Zoe Stark's a lot newer than Swerve, but give her the ball, let her run with it for a while, and let's see how it goes. I will say that this is the only match that all three of us got wrong. Everybody had Becky Lynch, uh, but that's also good because this is one of the, because that would have been a shitty ending, and this is a much more exciting ending as a
1: fan. Got me when um, I saw it on Twitter that there was a TV. Underneath the ring So I knew I was like Okay somebody's coming out It's just You know Who and when No problem with Zoe Stark I'm a Zoe Stark guy It was one of the few Remaining memories I have from NXT Black and Gold Before they flipped to 2.0 And Zoe Stark stood out I'm not sure Where they're gonna go If it's a scenario Where Zoe's gonna wrestle And Trish is gonna talk But I do like the fact Like Bill said They put Zoe Stark over, and they're going to put her in a program next to Becky Lynch. There is something to be said about that. That is invoking confidence. As long as Zoe Stark comes out and does her thing, she'll be just fine.
0: I'm glad to see them finally getting through to you, Jason, because that's what I fucking always say. And you're always like, I don't believe that. I don't believe that just stand that being in a feud with somebody gets somebody over.
1: In this case, I think it really does, because nobody, if you don't know Zoe Stark, if you've never watched NXT, if you've never watched NXT, but you've He's watched heating main, up. you watch the main roster, now you know who Becky Lynch is. But now you've all of a sudden see somebody that has knocked her out, that basically broke her nose again and looked like it. He's a agreeing bro- with Bill. <laughs> he is agreeing with Bill. Damn near broke <laughs> her nose, if not broke her nose. You know what happened the last time somebody broke her nose? Becky lost her damn shit. The problem with it, the only problem with that time is Nia Jax couldn't get over. Zoe Starr can get over. She is one of the many women that are on the NXT roster that are getting ready to come up and it's going to be a shit ton of these motherfuckers. If they play their cards right they can have a really good women's division for the next three to five years if not longer.
0: I just had a vision that I've never had before, but I probably should have had a lot longer ago, where me and you were just talking to each other and yelling at each other, and Zach's got his earbuds in, and he's probably just just looking at Twitter or something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's probably reading an article
0: by Milton Friedman or some shit.
1: The great part about not being in the same room, you can't get called out for not paying attention. I'm calling him out! I don't think...
2: I was actually... Uh, Tiffany Stratton Because I'm catching The last couple uh, NXT matches While we're talking
0: Oh yeah Tiffany Stratton Well she is easy To look at Um So She is distracting Yes Uh So uh, What's next Zach
2: Uh Next was Gunther And Mustafa Ali And um It was I don't say It was a bad match At all But like You think Those two guys In your mind and um, Especially the way Gunther works With Athletic Dude Um I thought this was going to be, like, maybe a show-stealer because I thought maybe they'd give Ali more because they're in Saudi Arabia, and he's Muslim, and, uh, you know, they showed him going to Mecca and stuff. But um, basically the whole story of the match is that he didn't have a fucking chance in hell to win this title. And there was never really too much of a moment where uh, there was, like, big near-falls or anything. I mean, there was a near-fall, like, he hit a 450 and stuff, but, like, Gunther was just the total ring general here. And, um, I don't know, I think it was a good match, but maybe if you watched 50 Ali-Gunther matches, this would have been in the bottom 10% of them, if you just let him go. Jason.
0: Jason, what do
1: you think? Um, i would said it on Twitter. It, Gunther usually has one or two matches. It's either a match where he, is, he and fill-in-the-blank opponent Drew McIntyre, Sheamus are beating the dog shit out of each other and you don't know who's going to win or you have a match like you had on the Saturday afternoon where you feel like he's the queer favorite, but then all of a sudden now he's in this dog fight with somebody he ain't got no business being this dog fight in. That was this match. I'm sorry. I have to totally disagree with you. The fact that Mustafa Ali even had Gunther in this predicament multiple times, I just can't disagree with you more. This did... I said it to you when I saw you on uh, Sunday night or Monday night, whatever it was, double or nothing night, Sunday. Gunther did more for Mustafa Ali than Vince or Triple H ever could have did. And all they did was put them in the ring and you... You knew Mustafa Ali wasn't going to win, but they at least got me to the point where it was like, oh, oh, what's the, oh, oh shit, oh shit. And that's really all I ever ask. If you're going to tease me with the win, then tease me with it. And especially in this scenario, you knew Gunther wasn't going to win. Gunther wasn't going to lose. He's, what, 100 days away from being the longest Intercontinental champion of all time. So you know he's going to get that first before he drops the title. But in this scenario, shit. Props to Gunther, he made Mustafa Ali look good, and we all know Mustafa Ali can go. He's never had a chance, and this was his one chance on one the on probably his biggest stage he can ever get and he killed it and fucking Gunther killed it man I'm sorry you can call me what you want on this one but I thought Mustafa Ali looked as legitimate as he ever has been I don't coming th- back from I, don't, it. I don't think
0: we want Zach to call you what he really wants to call
1: you <laughs> <laughs> the whole <Hulk> Hogan <laughs> <laughs> welcome <laughs> brother welcome <laughs> brother
0: Um, You know what? I love this so much because this is one of those situations where two of the three hosts on this show are uh, just at polar opposites, and usually... It's Zach and I that are on the same side, and then Jason says something about you cousins stick together <laughs> or you white guys stick no, together I would say or something like this.
1: <laughs> no, Oh, yeah, you do. No, no, yeah, you do. No, I say y'all, y'all family. I say y'all family. In other scenarios, I might say you white guys stick together.
0: Um, I, I'm with Jason on this. I thought that this match was really good. I, I Certainly... If they wrestled fifty times, this would not be in the bottom ten percent. I mean, if it if it if they would be in the bottom ten percent, that's just a testament to how good those two motherfuckers are. I thought that the hope spots that they gave for Mustafa Ali were really fun, and they did. You know, I'm a mark, and I did. Question for a second, like, are they actually going to have Ali go over? Just sh- seeing how 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 Thank much the, how much the, how much the crowd was into him because the, he did get a massive pop, and Sammy did too. And we'll talk about that later. Mm. But um, I actually i i got i got worked for a second. I was like, they might they might put Ali over. I was, was here.
1: questioning it.
0: I was maybe maybe I should have watched it without
2: commentary because those co- the commentators are just like, this is not happening. You know what I mean? Like they just, the commentators did not put Ollie over at all. I'll be honest,
1: I don't remember the commentators. You stole my thunder. I, I have no idea what they said. <laughs> that's probably because my wife was in the background going.
0: The <laughs> <laughs> thing, she don't listen. <laughs> We're not actually getting
1: divorced. Like I, I know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just being a dick. About saying if any, like I said, if anything, Aaron's being Bill. Two beer. I'm sorry. And up what's and next? I'm going beer. Beer. Yeah, right. Ow,
2: ow. She's like she's like a, a, an adult on Peanuts, but instead of like a mumble, it's just like a, a blender.
0: <laughs> she's like she's like the driving crooner, except she's making noise. Oh, oh,
2: oh no! I think you should leave, dude. I think you should leave. Oh, no. <laughs> Got to find a way to get this thing paying.
0: <laughs> That's because it's so fucking good.
3: <laughs>
2: All uh, right. All right. So, uh, uh a big surprise. i uh, I don't know if whenever we did our predictions if anybody picked this. Did anybody pick Oscar beating Bianca?
0: Mm-hmm. I, did. I did. Yeah. Okay.
2: Did you do it though so, because you actually thought it or did you do it just cuz
0: uh, Jason and I were
2: just like Bianca, Bianca.
0: I mean, it's the only it's the only one that I had different Arno, uh, no, I guess I had a couple different from you. But no, I mean, no, I didn't do it to be contrary and I was like, I think it's time. And I think that I said mm-hmm. something I think that I said something like they could do it here when it's not in front of a US crowd where there's not like little girls like screaming for. Her. So like now would be a good time to take the belt off. Is what uh, I think I said. Sure, no, you sure. said no, he
1: did say it. He did say it. And now he, now he he's saying it again. I do remember him saying that. The only reason I disagree with it is, for me... I might have said that Puerto Rico, too, though. For me, and this was pre-WrestleMania, and not knowing that Bianca was on the crest of making history, if I'd have known that before the Bianca-Asuka-WrestleMania match, I'd have probably picked (sighs) Bianca. No, (sighs) hold on a second. Hold on.
0: No, I got to take some issue with Zach here. What does it matter why I picked what? I picked Asuka. (laughs) It's right. Fucking. Damn. Mic drop.
1: Damn dog, okay. double tap, John Wick, double <laughs> <I would've>... tap. <laughs> Damn, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we need it. I'm curious. Right. I can't believe right. Zach said that to me. Well, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> let's, let's... We don't question reasons why
0: people pick what they pick. Did they pick what's right or not?
1: I picked the bloodline. I, I picked the bloodline, I... the main event, to be contrarian. I'm taking... in my heart of hearts. I knew what was going to happen, this... but
0: well, not to be contrarian for good. Pod but... totally different,
1: but. You knew what was going happen. I'm giving myself two points for it now. No, you know you're not. No, you're not. You're getting one I point. I probably
2: would ask the question even if it was wrong just because it was surprising. Zach,
0: Zach, Zach, I'll be honest, I don't remember why I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do remember you saying it. No, I do remember I even, you saying I was even surprised when I went and looked at the notebook.
1: I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there we go, boy. <laughs> getting that point back. <laughs> you dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> Circling Oscar. No. And, uh, I'm about for, to have a perfect weekend. Yeah, right. For me, if it was me. I would have just had Oscar do it on WrestleMania weekend. I get what Bill and, upon no. retrospect, it makes total sense. You have Bianca do, but take also, this record. They
0: do, but they they don't necessarily deal with. Storyline at WrestleMania, they like giving the right people wins at WrestleMania. That, that, like it's big to Bi- them to be Bianca's like. Bianca's hey. had
1: her a, a couple of really good wins. Yeah,
0: but they still think that Bianca, who she does all the Make a Wish stuff, she she really gives to the company. She's doing this reality show. They probably looked at her and they're like, "We're going to give you a win at WrestleMania." I probably picked the Oscar then too. To be honest, Zach, what'd you think though?
2: I mean, the match was fine. I think. Uh title change is more memorable than the match. Uh, The finish was a little bit creative in the sense that there was mist, but it was she like sprayed it on her hand and like rubbed it in her eye. I didn't like you know, there was a very long celebration at the end, which is great, you know, for Asuka, but like the whole time like Bianca's just sitting next to the steps like freaking out, crying because she's got the stuff in her eye. Like um, it wasn't like a good look. I, I was like just have somebody like help her to the back. Like they just kept cutting. It's like Full two minutes of celebration with Asuka and they just keep cutting, and she's just like flapping her hands, uh, like at her eyes, and like you know tears in her eyes and stuff. There's no doctor like coming to check on her. It's just where's like your that. husband? You know, yeah. Just mm-hmm. where's any anybody?
1: Just somebody mm-hmm. help her. Like, I mean, Jesus does Montez
0: Christ. make her scrape off the, the ice off her windshield
1: during oh, the winter? Oh, Is Jesus. he one of those guys? Oh Jesus! <laughs> don't 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 do it! Don't do it! I know. I I see where you go with this. Where I know I know you. I know you. No, I'm just. I know. I know I, what you right to say no, here. In a no, 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 no. I had an argument with a guy on
0: Twitter one time because he was like, "Oh, uh, you know, seeing oh, it's one of Zach's buddies. I'll tell you who it is later, Zach." Oh, but um, fuck, no. He was like, Do uh, "I know him." No, he's like, uh, <laughs> watching my. He's like watching my wife scrape the ice off her windshield in the morning. Makes me glad that I'm work from home. And I thought, that, I thought that he was making a joke about like only a dickhead would say this. I was like, but you're joking, right? And he's like, no. He's like, sh- she isn't expecting me to do it. I was like, really? He's like, you let your wife go out there and scrape the windshield? Like Are you, you working know- from the crib? I was like, do you know how hard it is for women to get out of the house? Like, they got to do all sorts of shit that we ain't got to do. I ain't got to do it anyway. Like, I, I pretty much... I don't even use a toothbrush sometimes. <laughs> I just squeeze a toothpaste right in my mouth and swish it around. and I'm
1: pretty sure I didn't shower before I went to Joey's. <laughs> I, I brushed my teeth, didn't shower. Anyway, I, I thought the... Uh, I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen the mist from the hand to the right, eyes. Right.
0: Uh, maybe Great Muda had done it in some Japanese yeah. match that we'd never seen before, and that's what Asuka was referring to or was... Referencing. Uh, yeah, paying tribute to or whatever. I... It was new to me. I thought it was creative. I thought it was cool. Um, I'm interested to see what Bianca Belair's next chapter is because I would like for her to turn heel, and I've heard people say that they don't think she's going to turn heel because she has this reality show coming out, but my my thought kind of is, like, it might be more interesting. as uh, Maybe people think that it's more interesting as reality show to see heels act like normal people. In real life, (laughs) when they're actually like heels on TV, like Ms. and Mrs., which I know was a pretty big hit for them, right?
1: Yeah, uh, Ms. on uh, the reality show is is funny because he, he feels like every other guy that I know that's married and his wife is just... You know, you got to do A, B, C, and D, whatever. Hoop jumped this, hoop jumped that. And I'm sitting over here and I'm watching it either in real life Not or me. on TV. King of my castle, dude. King of my castle. <laughs> and I'm watching this shit happen outside of Bill. And I'm just like, you know what, man? Man, this shit's crazy, <laughs> dog. I, I I can't believe this shit. But it's a difference between Miz on TV and Miz in reality. Honestly, I'll just say this. My my biggest problem with this whole thing is a title switch has to change at some point. The wrong people have the wrong titles and they're on the wrong shows. So that's what I know. I know. Who cares? I care. This guy does. <laughs> How you going to do it? I mean, you, We've had a scenario where you've had a chance to take the title off of Bianca before the draft has happened. And now the draft has happened, and everybody's like, oh, you just switch him, and they haven't switched him. Rhea Ripley has been running on Raw for, still for a hot minute, All right. even as a SmackDown champion. Great
0: segue. Uh, Zach, what do you think about Rhea Ripley versus Natalia? Uh
2: Unremarkable squash matches, fine.
0: Okay, uh, Jason, you think the same thing?
1: I'm going to meet some Dom.
0: <laughs> okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, this was exactly how it should have been. It, it shouldn't have been. Rhea Ripley's got to stay dominant. Natalia, you know, God bless her. They probably wanted to give her the paycheck, which is, you know, she has earned. She
1: wanted she, the first... To come over as a woman to wrestle in Saudi, she's, she's so, also yeah. a mentor to, to a, lot a lot of, of yeah so young
0: yeah. wrestlers. So good give, to go. Give her a look. Okay. Give her a look. okay, now the last two matches uh, were significant. Uh, let's start. Sorry, Zach, I'm taking over your count, but let's start with Cody and Brock Lesnar. Zach, what you think?
2: uh match ruled. Uh, very fun, even though just in kayfabe it makes no sense. It's like yeah, he's got a broken arm, but we're still going to let him wrestle. And the reason we're going to let him wrestle is because we're going to strap a fucking weapon to his arm. So, like, he's able to use this titanium arm brace uh, as a weapon. But, uh, I mean, this was, like, a super dynamic match, as most Brock Lesnar matches are. Um, You know, the whole thing is, you know, he's hitting hitting him with the... uh, the arm brace, you know, he's fighting from underneath because he's got the, the injured arm and Brock's just a predator just going right after it and putting him in the arm lock. Um, you know, lots of big baby face spots of like, you know, about to pass out, but then ref raises the arm and he, he holds it up and he manages to get out. But, um, yeah, the, uh, finish was, uh, you know, it's pretty much straight, pretty much the, the finish that I would have booked. Uh, which was uh, Cody doesn't give up, but he does pass out. So now they're and one Uh, Brock gets his win back um, in Saudi Arabia, and now they can either continue it or they can move on. Uh, Looks like they're probably going to continue it, though, but uh, I thought this match ruled.
0: Looks like they're continuing it. They obviously want to keep Cody as strong as shit. Uh, It doesn't make sense that somebody can beat Brock Lesnar two times in a row except for... (laughs) you-know-who, <laughs> CM Punk. <laughs> uh,
1: Jason. Can we call I, him Phil Brooks and make you feel better?
0: Oh, I, I, I thought this match was super fun. I love Brock Lesnar matches. I love him. Uh, what do you think of it, Jason?
1: Brock is polarizing. Either you love him or hate him, either his matches, you love him or hate him. I thought this match, w- the only problem with this, and I agree with a lot of people I saw online that said this, is that the the cast is uh, in play. Or shouldn't be in play. For me, it shouldn't be in play. If Cody is going to wrestle with this cast, he can't use it as a weapon or not outright use it as a weapon. Use it like Cowboy Bob Orton. You know, I turn this motherfucker here, next thing you know, I whop fucking Brock Lesnar in the head when the ref's not looking.
0: Do do any of these same people... And I'm sorry, go ahead, finish your thoughts about Brock Lesnar.
1: It's not, even, it's, it's not even Brock Lesnar. It's it's more so about Cody the and the, the cast itself. If he's going to wrestle with this cast, so he should be coming in as a handicap. So this cast shouldn't become now as an advantage somewhere on the lines of, oh, I now realize this is an advantage. Motherfucker, you knew what this gone could be. In, in kayfabe, style, kayfabe style. You knew what was going to be in your arm. It is going to be a titanium rod of some sort. So you should have been coming with this off of the bat. The fact that they played it stupid makes me a little bit upset, quote unquote. My biggest problem with this is the cast itself. Either you do it or you don't. In this case, he has a broken arm. The right guy went over for how you get from point A to point B is my problem.
0: Do any of these same people? And here's here's a segue for all you, uh, for all you, you know young podcasters out there. They're looking for a segue. Do any of these people have a problem with KO and Sammy selling for like a full seven minutes on the outside while uh, Jimmy and Jay Uso have a, <laughs> like a huge right. sibling fight, fight like a full middle. conversation right in the middle of the ring. It should so, take you seven minutes to get so out. So we got KO versus Sammy Zane. KO and Sami Zayn versus Solo Sokoa and Roman Reigns. Of course, KO and Sammy Zane go over, which everybody picked here except for Jason, but he only did it for the content. So, you know, I guess we'll take that point off. We'll no, give it no, point, no, no, no,
1: no, no, no. By uh, no means. So, uh, Zach, what did you think
0: about this match? More importantly, I, I, the, the match, of course, was going to be good. Sammy Zane's... I know I asked Zach to talk, and then I start, kept talking. Uh, <laughs> Zach, what do you think about this match? <laughs> Gotta stop being such a dick.
2: So, uh... Yeah, they started out, and this was Roman Reigns' 1,000th day as champion, which um, you can think that's impressive. Uh, His push has been going on for almost 3,000 days. So, (laughs) Uh, And they come out. He's heating up! uh, Sami Zayn does a uh, promo in Arabic, which I thought was awesome. Amazing. Really cool. Like a pretty lengthy promo in Arabic too. Right. And uh yeah, uh but uh, the match was really good. It was all about the drama, right? Like, you know, the matches with the matches, but it's really all about the story here. And um I thought the turn was excellently done. I thought it was very impactful. Um but you know, yeah, you Jimmy uh super kicking Tribal Chief, not once but twice. Mm-hmm. And then Jay but like what fuck did he you do? <laughs> yeah. So now, like, we're able to, like, kind of, like, sketch this out and keep it interesting. They've just done a really good job with this storyline of it being, like, a slow burn. And now I would assume, like, the, um, you know, so Sammy KO win. And you got, like, probably the shot of the night, which is Sammy holding the tag team belt, like, over Roman, who's, like, sitting on the outside, um, you know, completely. Um, you you know, can't have this.
0: You can't yeah. have
2: these. His, his life is like falling apart. And uh, now we get like a slow burn. You know, we're probably going into Jimmy Uso versus Roman. And then we can have a debate. Like we can kind of play on the story of like where, like whose side is Jay going to be on? And then, you know, if he picks his brother, then you can have like the tag team thing with, with Roman and, and and solo versus versus the Usos or maybe he doesn't pick his brother and you know there's there's, there's something here there but uh, really, really well done and I mean they gave they give Saudi the old shows. Like all told including the main event, excellent main event. This was a fantastic show. Uh, and you know, they give him fifty million dollars worth, that's for fucking sure.
0: Jason.
1: I don't even know where to start. Let's just start at the end. Um, For me, if if it was me, and because I just, I like receipts to come really quick, I would love to have Jay be the guy to kick Roman in the face. But I get it. I get it. Jimmy was the guy that came in. Fuck you. You shouldn't be doing this to begin with. It was
0: also a surprise. It was. Jimmy, Jimmy being the one to turn,
1: Jimmy being the
0: one to finally super kick Roman surprised me.
1: Actually it wasn't. Like I said, like I was getting ready to say, when Jimmy came back from injury, he was nobody's bitch. Jay was already in the fold. If Roman said jump, Jay Uso jumped. I mean, he I, was, can't, I can't tell apart.
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm
1: kidding. He, Jay Jimmy can kick Roman. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> hell, hell no. Jay was unfortunately like two beer or three. I'm sorry. Three beer just said he was that dude. He was the guy from uh, Life. Have everybody seen Life? He's the black guy that's sitting next to the the fucking uh, the white guy fucking sheriff that's holding everybody down. Okay, that was that is Jay Uso at that point. Sam Jackson and Django. Sam Jackson and Django, perfect, very perfect. So now, even when you know in your heart of hearts that Jimmy Uso is right, and you kicked him not once, kicked obviously Roman not once, but twice. The second one was just like, oh, you fucked up, and now and then, yeah, you had
0: to. I popped for the second
1: one. The first was like, okay, I I, got to rewind it for thirty seconds. Picking the bloodline was obviously for content, quote-unquote. But then when the Usos jumped out of nowhere, when the Usos jumped out of nowhere, I was like, "Uh uh-oh. They got in the ring. I was like, "Uh uh-oh. They super kicking everybody. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh. And for like 30 seconds, I was like, oh, I'm going to be right. I cannot wait for fucking Thursday. This is going to be one of the greatest podcasts of my life. And then they moved. Well, I'm sorry, Sammy moves and they super kick solo. You're like, oh, oh, oh. And I don't know who said he it. It was like, oh, my God, you know, oh, my God, what did they just do? I think it was Corey who said, oh, my God, what did they just do? So it, it, the few times that I ever listened to commentary, I listened to them then. They reeled me in. And from that point on, it was just, it was a magnificent train wreck to where you knew. Somehow, Sammy and uh, uh, K.O. were going to retain. But then after the second super kick, you like, what the fuck? Jay's over here like, oh, Joe, Joe. He don't ever call him Joe. It's always Robin. Or I'm sorry. It's always Tribal Chief. He calling him Joe at this point. You know, I don't want to leave you. Jimmy's like, hey, man, we got to go. Uh, Beautiful. Tremendous
0: stuff. Tremendous stuff. Um, I don't want to overstate it. This shit, you know, we've talked about this, we've talked about the bloodline a lot, and it should be talked about a lot. I don't want to overstate it. There's a lot of drama that goes on in these matches through dialogue, which is something that's pretty new in terms of professional wrestling and kind of started with these guys during the pandemic, during those two uh, Jay versus Roman matches. I don't know what's going to come up next. I know that when it started, and my baby started crying in the back, and I was like, I could go get her right now, or I could watch the rest of this match. It's hey, like I'm, I'm going to watch the rest of the match. Like she'll be you fine. She, you, you know, <laughs> she's going to go to therapy
1: shit. anyway. It's like it's fine. And while Steels, talk to your boy over here, man. Make him a better father.
0: But Jimmy kick Jimmy being the one, and then Jimmy saying to Jay. I would never do this to you. I would never do this to you. You're my brother. I would never do this to you. And then Jay, like, kind of like a deer in the headlights, And then Jim, Jimmy says, don't worry, I got you. And then he went with the second super kick. Tremendous stuff. I mean, tremendous stuff. Like, that's fucking... It's pro wrestling at its best. It, w- it really was. And I... I I, I know that there's people out there that are like, oh, yeah, everybody kind of falls over themselves. Like, oh, this is the best wrestling storyline that's ever been told. It's like, I don't know if it's the best wrestling story that's ever been told. I know I want to see what happens next.
1: next. And that's the most important thing. Right. They've got the hook in your maybe mouth. Maybe it and is. you want to come back but, but to really, see what happens but next. But really,
0: maybe it is the best wrestling story ever told because they do it from week to week. And because the, the fucking... <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the... 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 Fuck! Why can't I think of it? The superpowers collide. Uh, That they weren't on TV every week.
1: Not not like this. Not like this. No. Not like this. Not like this at all. To me, if you're going to go with anything, it's Austin's reign against uh, uh, against uh, events. Yeah. uh, Stone Cold. That's fine. Stone Cold Rock. Your mileage uh, may vary. Cena. Whatever. uh, Punk. This, this is real good and I want to see what happens the, next it's one of the now, best storylines I've seen in WWE now period.
0: does Roman face okay what okay <laughs> here what, you go. what would here you, you go. Ra- What? I'm going to give you two options here. okay at SummerSlam would you rather have Cody versus Roman in one match as like some sort of rematch because I don't see anybody on the SmackDown side that, that's going to face Roman. Unless... Uh, okay, so Cody and Cody versus Roman at SummerSlam and then Jay versus Jimmy at SummerSlam. Or, Jay
1: versus Jimmy? I, I'm just... I'm just... I'm throwing some uh, shit here, out there. Here, you, can go, you can go first once he finishes. Just let him finish. I'm just throwing some shit out there. In the hypothetical.
0: Would you rather Roman versus Cody and then Jay versus Jimmy? Or would you rather it be a fatal four way between the bloodline, Roman solo, Jay, Jimmy? Zach?
2: That'd be pretty interesting. Um, I don't think either one of them is going to happen, but I'd rather
0: see the four way. I think the four way has to happen at some point.
1: What was the uh, the multi-man match just for shits and giggles? No, I'm sorry. The uh, I guess it was an eight-man match. No, not an eight-man match. Or all four of these guys. All four were- of
0: these guys against each other.
1: Okay. So what's the difference between that and what we saw in AEW? You know the one guy is going to win, and that'd be Roman.
0: No, I don't. That's that's what I'm saying. You, I, I don't know who's going to win. And plus, there's Bill. so much... Okay, what's the difference between that and the Four Pillars match? Are you, is that yeah, what you're yeah, asking yeah, me? Yeah, I want you to say well, it. Well, these guys have a fucking year, a year... Solo's been here for a year, and Jimmy and Jay have been Roman's uh, henchmen. That, that goes back to the pandemic. So we have years and years
1: of backstory with these guys. They could... I mean that could really be like something. Not where you're gonna go with it, but ultimately, I'll just stay to where I am. You know, if you wanted to do it, it would still be great drama, and it would still be a Who great match. Roman, okay, good. But ultimately, like MJF, you know who's gonna win, right? Who does Roman face at Summerslam? I don't think he faces anybody. I think the what? rumored match. I think the rumored match is is going to stand the way it stands. Uso's versus Solo and Roman. I'll tell you what, if that happens, I'm out. I'm done with the podcast. I'm done with WWE. I'm done with AEW. Well, I mean, look. I'm done with New Japan <laughs> if that <they> happens. <laughs> look, now, New Japan do anything to you, so Summer, don't be kicking my. Summerslam.
0: No, Roman has to defend the title. Why does he at- have
1: to? Because you mandated to be so. Roman- Money in the Bank is the next opportunity. Now to- that's
0: where you hot shot the tag match. And then you have shit fall apart in the tag match and then you have the four way match at SummerSlam. Solo versus Jay versus Jimmy versus Roman. Okay. Saying what's wow. the difference between that and the Four Pillars? Well, no, first it- of all, they all look like grown men that have gone through bing, puberty. Bing, bing,
1: bing, 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 bing. Thank, Thank you. God, Thank you. Got you. It out Thank of me. you. Yes. Yes, I'm like that. I think you should leave match
0: where the the guy's supposed to not talk,
1: but the kind guy tried to get him to talk, and yes. you just did it. <laughs> I feel like the fucking cops when they break me. I'm like, no, I wasn't driving truck. Yes, I was. Yeah, got me. God, you I
0: feel so ashamed. I feel so ashamed. You got me to admit that
1: <laughs> it was like breaking that stick you find in the backyard. It's like look, oh, I the, can break anything. Look how, how you deflated <laughs> I am. Look at my shoulders. Like I can hit this with anything. Pow, pow. And then you're like, oh, I can put it over my knee. No, I can't. No, I'm gonna just I have no tonight. idea what the fuck you're
3: doing. <laughs> <laughs> It's just happy. <laughs> that that that's what I ultimately wanted you
1: all. to admit. Because that was his biggest problem with the AEW four pillars match. <laughs> it was, my- was J V versus varsity. Yeah. And, I, and, and look, I'm not, I'm not I'll just I'll just talk non you know promotional pride or whatever. You're a mark <laughs> for this, you're a mark for that. <laughs>
0: I get where that literally has nothing to do with it for me. No, you know that. No,
1: I get where Bill is going with this. This is a bunch of smaller guys when you have Moxley, Claudio, Daniel Bryanson, who's not a small guy, but obviously he's HOF and whenever he decides he wants to hang it up and all these other guys, the elite, Omega, you know, Adam, you know,
0: can you imagine those can you imagine those guys laying in a circle and taking turns punching each other around in the circle? You just can't do it.
1: I'm sorry. Like, I got to be true to myself.
2: it do some shit.
1: My point is this. I got to be true to myself. That's why I wanted you to say to begin with, you took the little easy way out. And now that I finally have gotten you to admit the fact that you... You, you had a lot bigger of a problem with this than you, you cared to admit to begin with, and now you admitted the fact you had a problem with this. Are we still going to go with the C? C what'd you say, C-minus, yeah, C-plus? C okay, fair enough. I think that's enough. a pretty fair okay, grade. I so, thought,
0: I, I'm, not being, I, I'm not being hypocritical if that's what you think I'm doing. Are you, wait, are you trying to say that I'm a hypocrite? I'm not saying you're a hypocrite. I'll just, Sounds like you're trying to say I'll I'm a hypocrite. I'll just say
1: this. Please. For a guy that likes... A-W a lot, I do. Yeah, I love it. The fact that MJF is your champion bothers you a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So, but he's just as big as Daniel Bryan. They're the same
0: size, basically. We just watch them fight. It's it has not, that has nothing to do with size.
1: That should be swaying you to begin with.
0: Listen, I'm not asking for like fuck. I'm not saying put. Uh, put Brian Cage in the title match or test or anything like that. I'm, I'm fine with MJF being the title, being the belt holder. What I'm not fine with. And I think that, uh, I think that the, the reviews from this last pay-per-view bear this out is that nobody took this, nobody took that main event seriously. And it made the pay-per-view suffer MJF versus Brian Danielson is two little guys, them main that match critically, I don't know about pay per view buys or whatever, but critically, there. as far as the fans watch it, that did not make the pay per view suffer because Brian Danielson was a serious contender and Brian Danielson got a five star match out of MJF. MJF got a five star match out of Daniel Bryan, too. I'm saying that match was fucking unbelievable. We all agree with them upon that. Right. So. to have the four bloodline after this year of storytelling, ever since solo showed up at clash of the castle and going back to the beginning of the pandemic, when it was Jay versus Roman and they were having those matches in hell in a cell that us three sat on here and we're like, man, those were really compelling matches. Even though we never thought that Jay Uso was going to win one time, not one iota of us three ever thought that they were going to win. We were like, this is dramatic This is wrestling. This is good. So, that being said, fast, flash forward three years later, then you got Solo, who they've built up to be a complete badass, Jimmy and Jey Uso, who are the longest-reigning tag title holders of all time, who have been wrestling in WWE for over 10 years and been on television for over 10 years, and Roman Reigns, the most dominant champion that we've seen since Cena, and maybe more dominant... To put them in the four-way match, and you're going to tell me that that, that's the same thing as having Jungle Boy in a four-way match? You're fucking crazy. How dare
1: you? How dare you, sir? Go ahead, Tubier. I'll let you go ahead before I rebut.
2: We got up to like 495 bananas by now. <laughs> no, I can
1: tell you had, had two of We only had two of <laughs> these. I haven't even smoked any weed. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only person that's been over here silent. So I mean, if anybody's had 495 bananas, it's you.
2: Um, no, uh, I do agree with Bill. I think uh, that four way is much more compelling because of the storytelling, and that's why I'd be watching it. I was interested in the four way. Yeah, right.
0: Go ahead. I hit the wrong button. I was getting, getting ready to see you heating up. Sorry.
2: Uh, that's quite all right. I was interested in the EW four way because I knew it was going to be a dynamic match, and I knew like Damon Navarro was going to kill himself getting that match over. And they're all compelling performers. But the four way, the, the hypothetical four way that you uh, put forth here is uh, a spectacle on a much deeper level because of the interwoven history of the characters and the storytelling that would be inherent in their performance. Um, so I, I think they're two very different matches. Even though there's four ways that it, it would both be made events that would both have a likely winner. There is that, like by numbers for that. But if you dig a little deeper, um, I think there would be very different matches.
1: That I agree with. And I think the history with the bloodline going way deeper than what we've seen with the four pillars of AEW makes it that much more interesting. I everything that Beer said, I agree with totally. The winner, either I, way, I I is not in doubt. The
2: same thing. I think I just said what you guys were saying and split uh, the difference and. Uh, <laughs> To where I, think I, was, I think I just said
1: exactly ass what both of you guys there, were saying. Yeah, which didn't. Is really yeah. Funny. you yeah. Switzerland ass I mean, motherfucker.
0: You agreed with him. He just said exactly what I said.
1: Get off the fence, dude. I know that. Me on the fence. No, I'm I, talking. I, to, I'm talking to no, the I'm talking talking to BFR West oh, over here. I know okay, that yeah. that pod. Uh, I'm sorry, that rise up here's ass. is like, ooh, I can't get comfortable.
0: I ain't <laughs> on, Which way I, am I going? I ain't on the fence. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know you ain't. How dare you know? You know when uh, the president says to. Harrison Ford in clear and Clear Present Danger. He's like, how dare you? And mm, Harrison Ford says, how dare, how dare you, you,
1: sir? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, what, that's what I feel like right now.
1: <laughs> Great fucking movie. Harrison Ford fucking Tom Clancy movie is so underrated. Fuck yeah. Uh,
0: so uh, let's grade Knight of Champions.
1: <sighs> um, I'll give it a minus. I'll give it I'll a, give a B minus. I'll give it a, B-. Give it a, it a was, solid B. I, I felt much more, even before... Even looking back afterwards, it was still a good pay-per-view. Hits and misses there. I'll, I'll fine, I'll, I'll go with you. I'll give it a B. Fine. What do you got, Zach?
2: Um, for, I'll just ask you if you guys want to revise your ratings because uh, just bearing in mind that um, Jeddah is actually a uh, sprawling progressive metropolis. I don't know if you knew that, if you wanted to incorporate that. Well, you know, you know, I,
0: I took a, I took a bunch of shots at Saudi Arabia on social media, and basically those are I, I want to let everybody know all our Saudi Arabian fans that that is a shot at the government, not at the people. Uh, those a th- one that listens. Those were no, we have lots of Saudi Arabian I'm listeners, sorry, lots I, I, of I, I, I don't four look at or five. <laughs> uh, but I want to let you know that those the shots that I took were shots at the government, not shots at the people. Though that they're great crowds.
2: They, they, Four or five. I didn't realize that a full 30% of our listenership was Dottie right <laughs>
1: now. <laughs> no. <My boy>. Absolute <laughs> fucking bullshit. That's my boy. <laughs> Unprofessional bullshit.
2: Uh, I'll give it a solid B as well, though. That's what I was thinking before you guys said it, and I'll, I'll stick with
0: it. Yeah, b- very fun. They, they were into everything.
1: They were into everything. And you know what? I'm looking forward to money in the bank. Good for Sami Zayn. Yeah. I mean, that that thank you. That's the one thing we didn't talk about, and we should talk about it, that.
0: And he, he has been very forthright in his political leanings mm-hmm. and very forthright in his political beliefs, and he waited until Saudi Arabia and Syria had a better political relationship before he decided to go in there. And I know that's a personal thing for him, and I'm not going to judge him one way or the other because I feel like uh, I've read enough of his tweets to know pretty much where he stands when it comes to politics. But, man, he got a hero's welcome out there in Saudi Arabia, and he was speaking Arabic in the pre-match vignette. Very, very cool stuff, and good for him. Sami Zayn is on a ride, man, and I hope that it ends with him. Winning the world championship. So, all that being said, let's get to that three count. All right, so this will probably be the shortest one. Um, did everybody watch NXT Battlegrounds? Zach, did you watch it?
2: Uh, yeah, actually, the main event's on right now. Uh, I had watched most of it beforehand, but um, Look at i leave the house earlier. Look at us! Yes.
0: I know. I, it's well. like It's like...
1: Oh, it's like a hundred, I'm sorry, 200 episodes. It's like we're journalists. (laughs) There's only one, my brother.
0: So um, I'm going to start this off. I'm going to start off the NXT Battleground talk with the match that I enjoyed the most. And I think this was, sorry, this is pretty much on everybody's list of the match that kind of wowed them the most, which was... Ilya Drogonov versus a uh, friend of me of the show,
1: friend of me of the show, in a Last Man Standing match. Not my favorite type of match. Which is your your least favorite step match? If you had to have your two, who are your false, two favorites? Falls kind of anywhere. Uh, okay, never mind. That's my least favorite type of match. Never mind. Okay, you just said it. Last Go man, ahead. Last
0: Man Standing. They usually get pretty creative. You know, Yana will put a. Duck tape on somebody. You know. <laughs> uh, but uh, Dragunov versus DiJack was not for the faint of heart, fellas. That match was fucking hardcore, <laughs> like super hardcore. And if you saw pictures of Dragonoff's arm afterwards, he might actually have a have broken arm up. because that shit
1: looked fucked up. This, to me, was a four-and-a-half-star match. What would you think, Jason? The bad part about... <sighs> I'll just say about just watching NXT or not watching NXT in general, especially after they went from the black and gold to the 2.0, is that you miss certain talents. Um, we'll talk about one in a second here in a little bit for me personally. But I knew who Dragonoff was. You know, we've seen him on multiple occasions. You know, Walter, his matches with Walter stand out. You know, he's been on on this You know, podcast list of match of the year. So you knew who he was. I knew who he was. Dijak is who he is. You know, he's this guy, and then, you know, I didn't I don't watch NXT, so you know, I'm watching this build for, you know, I can break anybody's Dijack shit. And, you know, here comes Dragadoff. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> I'm like, uh Okay, so this is it. and it's a simple build, but you know, if you've seen off before, you know he's not going anywhere. Dijak is a fucking six, eight, six, nine freaking monster of among men. No disrespect to Braun Strowman, but this match really was big man versus little man, and whose will was getting ready to break. There was a couple of spots where, the one out the close to the finish where you you see Dragunov coming with the fucking uh, phenomenal forearm, quote unquote. You want half of this? Um, no, I'll take it all. Just put one in my hand. Um, okay. Thank you. But then the one that I was really tripping off of is that I think it was. The table was on top of Dragonoff. He already had a busted lip, and this—I think this was part of the, uh, you know, the possible broken arm that he had. He was trapped underneath the table. Like Bill always says, this exceeded expectations. And that's that's probably part of my own fault because I didn't have a lot of expectations coming into it because I don't watch NXT religiously like I watch everything else. But yeah, this was one of the best matches of the weekend, and I watched a lot of fucking wrestling this weekend. Zach, what'd you think?
0: Oh,
2: this match was awesome. It was absolutely the highlight of what was a pretty fun night of wrestling. Like, this NXT Battleground show... um, I don't know if it was because it was shorter. I don't know if it was because uh, just match quality wise and like the density. Like um, this was like a campier version of like a of a old school like takeover. It's just like a pretty short uh, pay per view. It was very enjoyable. It was one of the most enjoyable shows I watched all weekend. Did and, uh, you like I it more than all, AEW? I might have, like uh, just Ooh.
0: as far as like pure enjoyment. That's deep. It, it was just, like five six easy matches. Watch.
1: It was yeah, it was six matches. I was going to say when I, I turned it on, I came and that's what the crazy part about it is. And I, I'll, I'll I'll piggyback on what Zach said. I left Joey's. I came back here, fed the cats. It was still kind of wired because the the main event, the last two matches were really good. And I was like, well, man, fuck it, I'm gonna watch fucking uh, battleground at least start it. Let's see it, you know. If they can keep me interested, as soon as I saw it was two and two minutes or two hours and twelve minutes, I was like, "Shit, let's see how, where this goes." Yeah. It was breezy, like BSOJ has been. Yeah, well, that that too, but. In this scenario, no, I, I agree with Tube here on this. It was it at was least worth the watch, and it just it was ended really quick.
0: I saw a dude on Twitter that's taking a bunch of shit because somebody was sitting behind him at Double or Nothing, mm-hmm. and he was watching NXT Battleground on his phone while yep. he was watching Double or Nothing. I just want to say to that guy, if you're listening, you do you, dude. You Please. Pay, you paid for that fucking ticket. Take it. Yep. You pay for your fucking... Uh, your data plan. If you can sit there and watch NXT Battleground you feel like doing it while you're watching Double or Nothing, you do you, man. This is America, okay? This isn't Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that
2: guy's probably just got more going on. He's just busy. You got a dual screen sometimes.
1: And, and That's God why for- I watch wrestling during work. And God forbid he likes both products. I'll just break it down hey. to the fucking, you know, because I'm the fan of this, the show. God forbid he likes both products, and they just happen to have... you the to, fan uh, of what show? of this show. I'm the only one that watches
0: NXT, motherfucker. What the fuck are you talking about? You're the you fan of this show. You two
1: are the journalist. I'm the fan.
0: Oh, okay, that's fine. Okay, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. The there English majors are the fan. Uh, Drogonoff versus... Jack, if you haven't seen it, which maybe you haven't because there was tons of wrestling this week, Mm -hmm. but we watch it all because we're here for you, the listener. If you haven't seen it, can't recommend it enough. I also enjoyed Noam Dar versus Dragon Lee. All three of us picked Dragon Lee. Uh, This was the UK Heritage Cup match. Uh, Had six rounds, six three-minute rounds with 20 seconds in between. I liked it. Kind of adds to the strategy of it, which makes it a little different. Kind of reminded me of... Not in terms of form of the match, but that match that Shingo and Taichi had where they mm-hmm. just counted uh, referee
1: hits if on If you the, were down uh, for like five, uh, five, you, they right. count for five. Or
0: if you're just down for one, they count for one, and yep. whoever had the most counts. Uh, you know, it's it was a fun match, and it added to the strategy of it. Liked it a lot. Uh, Noam Dar doesn't get a whole lot of time on American television, and this is coming from somebody who watches NXT most weeks, uh, so I remember the, knowing darn the crowd wasn't s- too hot for it, but very fun match. What you think of it, Zach?
2: Yeah, it was really well wrestled. I think uh, the crowd had a hard time getting into it. the um, The format is wonky, and I kind of had a hard time getting into it, also for that reason. It was Quick different. Sidebar for 30 and I for
1: the variety. Hey, okay. th- three beard, is was this the first time that you saw a Heritage Cup match?
0: The Heritage Cup. Yeah, I, I have not been able to tune into NXT. Okay, so, for some some weeks. But okay. they, they haven't had one for well a long time.
1: They it obviously it started on NXT UK or whatever, and we right. were doing the pod, and we, yeah, did, and we didn't talk match. about it. And it, it probably went through the. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it went through the pandemic. A kid, I think, was the first um, Heritage Cup winner. Who is now Axiom, Yeah. Okay, but I guess there's the problem with it. I liked the match, but then I caught myself thinking, okay, so it's three minutes, so when if, I think um, Norm Dar got the first pin. So this he round did. ends. And he had the it,
0: first pin for like the first four rounds. There was only, okay. It was one to nothing, and then it kind of went fast and furious towards the to, end.
1: Towards the end. And then people that I didn't know came in, and that's where I was just kind of like, eh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, there was- yeah, you'll, you want to get that.
0: There was that Oro Mensa guy who is badass, uh, standing on the outside. But anyway, yes, go ahead, Zach. Took you man uh, to but get yeah, into the Yeah, form-
2: uh, the format's just different, right? It's just, I, I appreciated the variety. Um, kind of like anything that's new, and I might watch one of those. Like, I used to like throwing on NXT UK, I was probably one of, like, Three hundred people that ever like watched that show. Like, no, no, really I, I like, like NXT. Nobody
1: watched. It. No, I like NXT. Yeah, you were, you
2: were another one. So there were dozens of us, right? That um, like that show. Scores maybe even, but nobody watched that show. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, rounds are weird.
0: Rounds are but weird.
2: It was well wrestled, and I was uh, surprised that uh, you know Dragon Agreed. Lee is. Um, kind of the only reason he's in NXT is because he can't speak English.
1: Okay, so you 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 watch NXT regularly. Did he cut promos? He being b- Dragon League cut promos in English? Okay. No, I mean, I don't
0: I don't actually watch it. Okay, like, I, I watch, like, sorry, <laughs> like I fast forward through it.
1: Okay, okay that's all you had to say. When I, used them, to, just...
2: when I used to it's watch it. It's a fantastic background show. It's <laughs> fun, can't be pro wrestling. That's when I watch it. I put it on while I'm working or like when
1: I'm doing laundry or something. Okay, okay, okay. There, See, I watch wrestling differently. I apologize. There was a
0: time when my wife worked Tuesday nights. The baby went to bed a lot earlier than man, she does now. Man. And there's no NBA on. And I would turn it on.
1: Tonight.
0: And it, I'm, I'm talking like it. Who you got? A year ago.
1: Who you got? Tonight? The, the series, motherfucker.
0: Oh, Nuggets in five. I said six. Okay. Might be less. Might be.
1: Two beer. Who you? I'm sorry. What's three next? beer. Who you got? Nuggets are Miami.
2: Um. I fucking hate Florida, so I gotta go with the Nuggets. Fair enough. Just the whole state, really. <laughs> it's a bullshit it's state. Surprised they even like NXT. I mean, for real, you've got like you got like the governor turning into a dictatorship, and then another guy who lives there who used to be president uh, who is now like been convicted of sexual assault, and we're like, which one of these guys is gonna be president?
1: It's like yeah, you ball
0: over again. Those are, <laughs> those are two people out of like fucking millions of people, though, man.
2: But there are two that might be president.
1: That's fair. Yeah, totally fair. Anyway,
2: I fucking hate it down there. I feel bad for the people who live there. It should just fall off.
1: Shot the to Florida State. Get that natty, baby. <laughs> I know I got to go in here for thirty seconds, but I have to do it. Go ahead, team. I'm Florida sorry. State. Okay, see, man, dude, really, really. the I mean, state. Are we Nuggets in or Denver? My house? Nuggets or Denver? Nuggets or Denver yeah.
2: So,
0: sorry. Yeah. yeah in you your house. To, you so went sorry. to Florida.
2: Sorry, Jason. Sorry about <laughs> your alma mater.
1: Oh, uh, Oh, Zach said you went to Florida. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my take God. it easy, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna jump off this fucking ledge right now. All right. So let's next- talk about the women's and men's. All right, so, wait, so, uh, okay. Oh, tight uh, I, team match. I apologize.
0: Yeah, I want to talk about Creed versus, the Creeds versus uh, Gallus. I thought this match <laughs> fucking ruled. I'm a big Creeds guy, and I also like Gallus a lot. Big Creeds guy. I think they have really high upsqueen, upswing from, in my mind, they remind me of team angle. They remind me of Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin. Like I can they're, see that. they're clearly guys that used to wrestle amateur. Like they know what they're doing. They have a they they they're in on the joke, and they're kind of funny too. And so I'm a big Creed's guy. That being said, I did pick Gallus. Uh, Jason picked Gallus, and Zach picked the Creeds. Oh, I should also say that on Night of Champions. I got six points, Jason got four points, and Zach got five points.
1: Nice. <laughs> so much of that perfect fucking week on um dub. It's coming out to the wire. Yeah, right. I'm
2: still right this week's thought.
1: This motherfucker. What do you think about the match,
0: Zach?
2: Uh whatever <laughs> Julius Creed, like this is why I picked him. He did like seven or eight belly to belly suplexes with kick ups in between. That was some like
0: insane.
2: That was like if Kurt Angle was alive in 2023 and had never seen... He's heating
0: up! That's exactly right.
1: No argument. I mean, it's...
0: He is still alive, I guess. He's, well, Yeah, <laughs> he he's still the alive. Guy. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but also, though, Julius Creed probably quite a bit bigger than Kurt Angle was back oh, then. Yeah. For, oh,
1: yeah. At least taller. In, in terms
0: of weight. No, I mean, he's probably 30 pounds bigger than Kurt Angle
1: was. That too, but I think that... Both they are, both things can be true in this but scenario. that's that's impressive shit, though. Like I said, put them in the G one. <laughs> one needs to go; the other one can't. Good for him. I hate the fact. I also that, love white guys
0: named Julius.
1: <laughs> I hate the fact. That
0: <laughs> we had that. We had, that was that was one that was on our finalists. If we were going to have a boy. Was gonna be Julius. Really? Yeah. That, it was Julius of and, your love for Orange Julius. That's right. Yeah. Julius and Jude were our
1: two finalists. Okay.
0: So
1: I'll say this. This show, Battleground and all encompassing, at least made me want to peek into NXT on Tuesday and see what happened. You don't say. You don't say. I didn't watch it though.
0: I didn't either <laughs> I'm busy uh, We had Lyra Valkyrie versus Tiffany Stratton Tiffany Stratton goes over All of us had Tiffany Stratton Makes sense, she looks the part She is, uh, you know They're like running backs over there in X T. It's Stop. like, just find a blonde that's just Four years younger than the last one
1: No I, I, Well, it was Mandy Rose Two beer, go ahead I'm, I'm sorry, three beer, go ahead You can go first
2: you uh, just, just watched uh, the match. I did. Um, at first, I thought uh, Lady Valkyra's, like, knee, whenever she did that leapfrog, and then she, like, landed working on her knee and, like, fell down. I was like, oh. I was like, what an idiot. You're on national television. She, like, sold it really well. Then then they turned it into, like, a whole, the rest of the match with her uh, working the knee. Or maybe she did fall down, and they actually just were able to pull that together i don't feel like that's actually true because they're both pretty green so i feel like it was just played into it and um she did a good job but yeah Tiffany stratton's athletic she's got a great look she's very marketable which is just the pc way of saying she's super hot super hot. and she does her character very well um thankfully for nxt like i was saying it's a very campy show so it is the characters are kind of one, two-dimensional, right? They don't really have, like, a lot of them don't really have, like, a fully three-dimensional, like, personality. They're just kind of, here's your gimmick and then get that down. And she's got that down. So, good for her.
1: Jason. Don't rewatch really watch NXT, but Tiffany Stratton, I think, is part of the reason I watched this pay-per-view. Her, the um, the top guys up at the top sprinkle here and there. For me, I I like heels. I've always liked heels. I'm not going to, you know, apologize for anything less.
0: But you do boo the heels,
1: of course. Yes, and as well you should. Tiffany Stratton's character is so unlikable. You want to boo her. My daddy got me here. With this I'm doing this because of this. It's all because of privilege versus actually getting over liar valkyrie i remember from nxt uk not a big fan of her but then in this match she became she made me a fan because she sold the knee whether or not it was work or shoot i'll let you tell it but either way they worked into the match bingo and then at that point i was like okay now we got a match going now i'm thinking that my pick is suspect The prettiest moonsault ever is basically the best moonsault ever from Christopher Daniels. Either way, they both do it, and they both do it solid. I love me some Tiffany Stratton. I was this close to watching NXT this week. So, uh, we also... Put it this way,
2: real quick. Put it this way. Jason is so into booing the heels, he's not allowed in
0: any Nordstrom rack.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, we had wesley versus tyler bait versus joe gacy all of us had wesley in the second place so all of us got one point there uh wesley goes over he pins joe gacy tyler bait was great in this match this was a really really fun triple threat match what you think jason
1: hitting underneath the <laughs> the front and the back. I I really wish, again, and this is on me because I don't watch the product, Wesley feels like he's a guy that's underneath the radar, dare I say, quote-unquote, underrated. I thought Joe Gacy was really good. Tyler Bate, you know who he is, at least in this scenario. You know who he is as BFR. So it it, it was a nice little gumbo of a, a nice match. Right guy probably went over. Wesley's making history. So I guess... For the Triple H era, it's about making history. Certain people on certain rosters hit certain numbers, and then from that point, we all move on. Different from the Vince McMahon era, when Vince can be a snap of the finger and you can lose the title. Unlike, for me personally... I like the Triple H shit because I like historic numbers. I like the fact you can put this shit against this shit and make it happen. Okay,
0: so historic numbers is one thing, but wouldn't you say that Gunther's IC title reign is kind of being overshadowed by, well, it was overshadowed by Bianca until she lost it, and it's kind of being overshadowed by... Roman, like I, I like I, I also like long-term title holders, and I think that Gunther is certainly a very worthwhile IC title holder.
1: Would you say that's too much at once? Go ahead, Tuber. I'll let you start.
2: I think that um, they could do a little more variety with their titles uh, and just kind of the the booking in general, because if you look at like say the Royal Rumble, like, weren't both winners, like, the first ones in and the last ones out, like, yes. Rhea Ripley, yeah.
0: You know, well, Edge's no, G- well, Gun- Gunther was number one, he didn't He didn't win, but he made it to the but very he end. he was not the final yes. two. Yeah. Out yeah. He Dang was it. in the final two.
2: Yeah, um, and then I think the year before that, though, Edge was the first one in and the last one out, and he won, um, so that's just, it, at some point, it just kind of becomes
0: predictable, it might just uh, be Hunter trying to establish his ground. his style, you know, like he establishes his style you for a couple of, years, and you then kinda he kind of
1: stole my thunder on that one. And Hunter
0: seems like the type of guy that would think about stuff like that.
1: No, and I, and honestly, I if you really want to stop and think about it, there's real Ripley kind of needed a a, a little oomph to get over. Here's Charlotte. Charlotte might not be here or not. So it, there's a lot of things where you can see. Triple H is kind of like Vince in certain ways, but the one biggest way that I think Triple H is totally different from Vince is that a long, tighter reign is on Triple H's menu in some form or fashion. Yeah, I mean, the other big difference is, like,
0: the product is watchable now. Hey, will you tell that guy behind you across the street to stop blowing that leaf blower? Does he know that we're doing a podcast? He's wearing black socks with tennis shoes. Tell
1: him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, he's a little big. I'm gonna go ahead and take a pass on that. Do you,
0: do you know who the? Do you know that when Wesley was in Impact, that he was Jeff Jarrett's dude? Like Jeff Jarrett thought you said that on the pod. He he said, oh this this is the next guy. Like he's gonna be the guy that everybody likes. He he can be a crossover he star. Is the,
1: he is the solid mid card linchpin.
0: That's not the way that Jeff Jarrett saw him.
1: It's but, a start.
0: But, I mean, I wouldn't know way more about wrestling than Jeff Jarrett. It's like, <laughs> welcome what to the business, r- Jeff. <laughs> uh, and then finally, Glad we had you group. lost on fucking Sunday. We had Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker in a match that I enjoyed quite a bit more than their first one, which was kind of forgettable. Um, this one had one of my favorite spears of all time, where Braun Breaker speared the fuck out of Carmelo Hayes, coming off the middle rope, doing that. Turnaround thing? Yeah. That looked fucking cool, man. It looked really fucking cool. I think that Braun Breaker is on his way up to the main roster, and I think that it happens sooner than later. If it doesn't happen, I'll come back and I'll edit this podcast so that I don't say that. But uh, what do you think, Zach?
2: I only got to watch it with the sound off while I was doing the podcast, but it looked like a good match. I... Would have liked to watch it with sound on because I would like to hear some reactions, uh, particularly to Braun Breaker as a heel. Um, I don't know how he's getting over as a heel. He's over a little bit, a... He's over.
0: Yeah, they're both. Is he over to that crowd? Because like, so the big time. And that's why I say that because the 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 NXT crowd at like
2: full sail is a different crowd. Like that's like it's a weird, like
0: almost like incestuous crowd. It's an impact crowd because. They're always at the same place pretty much. <laughs> but
1: Breaker Breaker's, off, Braun I Breakers
0: over the heel. I, I feel like our podcast mantra, Boo the heels, is has its has its tentacles out in the world. I feel like we're making a big difference here, guys. We <laughs> are doing the Lord's work. <laughs>
1: more it's work. I'm sorry, I shouldn't do that. You said I should never do that. I'll just say this: You ain't Catholic. Don't know. I know. I, know. I, the say, cross. I, I, say, I I apologize, motherfucker.
0: Too. I, I you did the Father, Son, and the Spirit did holy. I did. Yeah, I not did. Apologize. That's fine. God damn. Don't don't offend my religion.
1: Never mind. Um, I'll just say this.
0: Very religious.
1: Exactly. The fact that we, we argue about A.W. we
0: will raise
1: you up on <laughs> E Or in wings. this case. Dude, NXT. that song's actually a banger. <laughs> <laughs> are
0: you on the breath of dawn. I'll stop. Go
1: ahead. Now you know what I was going to say anymore. I'll just say this. I liked the NXT battleground. It was a nice power cleanser from... Whether you liked uh, AEW Dynamite or not, or I'm sorry, AEW Double or Nothing or not, not a big fan. It was a nice power cleanser. I thought that everybody did well, and there's talent on this roster. Like I said beforehand, the women's roster right here, you might want to take a look at because somebody that might be your favorite is on this roster right now.
0: Both these guys are money. Carmelo Hayes and Bron Breaker are both. It's
1: a matter of time when they, both, they come up.
0: Both ready for the big time. Bron Breaker, to me, um, because he's been wrestling about seven years less than Carmelo Hayes is a little bit more remarkable, but I don't want to take away from Carmelo Hayes's the work that he's put in. But they're both great, and I can't wait to see them both on the main roster. Seriously, like both of them, and I think that Trick Williams is a great heater for Carmelo Hayes.
1: Honestly, I kept waiting for Trick to flip on uh, Carmelo to get bronze he, the title back. He, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, I I think that bronze. Gone. I think that
1: at this point, there's not much more you can do. After you
0: run the table as a baby face for about seven or eight uh, title matches, and then you lose twice as a heel to Carmelo Hayes, there's not much you can do. I wouldn't mind seeing Braun Breaker in the Money in the Bank. I think that that would be cool. Just to throw just just a little bit of a wild card in there. Let's throw a little bit of wild card in there. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing Jimmy and Jay in there either. See if Jimmy wins it or something. Um I will say that the battleground predictions were Bill had five, Jason had five, Zach had four. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's he doing? What's he doing? What is he doing? What's he doing? <laughs> All right. So for the weekend, uh, Jason had 21 points. Bill had 19 and a half. And Jay's, and uh, oh, well. Zach had 18. What? what we,
1: 18, huh? I think, I think and a half. the only thing
2: I can say is last week I was not sleeping very well because the swing dancer flipped my
0: wife out of the <laughs> way.
2: <laughs> he flipped her eight
3: times.
0: He flipped her eight <laughs> times. Let's get to that. Uh, oh, that's yeah, going to do that's for a three counts. Count. <laughs> All right, so uh, you guys can talk about other stuff after this. I I really got to go. Uh, I got to start doing stuff. But I think
2: we should we should wrap it up. We can do some bosj. There was not anything on dynamite? We were really no, Di- about
0: dynamite and Rob were both pretty soft. Okay, let's find. Let's let's talk about the finals of uh, the Battle of Super Juniors in New Japan. My match of the week, I sent it to you guys this afternoon after I watched it. It might have been recency bias because I sent it to you probably five seconds after it finished. But Master Watto versus Titan in the finals of the Battle of Super Juniors, <laughs> to me, was the that was the match of the weekend. Uh, it was unbelievable. Master Watto, pretty awkward, a little bit of a dork. It seems like he's going. Uh, he was kind of treated as a joke by... No less of a podcaster than Dave Mel, no, me, I'm sorry, that was me that treated him like a joke, Um, and I thought that this match was incredible. The last 10 minutes of it, and this was a one-on-one match that lasted 25 minutes. No time limit. The last 10 minutes of it were incredible, like legitimately incredible. Guys kicking out of non-finishers, but stuff that looked like finishers, um, I loved it so much. I think that them having Master Wado win the tournament, Battle of Super Juniors, is a ballsy and uh, kind of inspired booking move. Zach, what would you think?
2: Yeah, it was very surprising. There's the fact that they had the runners up in the final. Uh, surprising stuff, but it turned out to be a fantastic match. I did like uh, before... The finals, uh, despie and um, Mike Bailey got a little bit of a kicking contest before they like hugged it out. Oh, cool. oh,
1: this don't mean nothing, right? <laughs> okay, my bad, dog.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: we good. Uh, we good. Yeah,
2: they really just put it out there, and um, you know, it's kind of like uh, passing a torch to a new guard, right? You know, like I said last week, uh, Kashida did very poorly, Taguti did very poorly, even though they both looked really good. Um, the young guys, the, the young Lions, you know, they're not young Lions, but, you know, the young guys have
1: uh, really shown
2: in this tournament. So, um, yeah, sign of, of turning the page and good things to come.
0: Also, they said that that was the first Battle of the Super Juniors final that took place in front of a non-clap crowd since 2019. That crowd was hot, man. And it just goes to show you, Saudi Arabia, Puerto Rico, Japan. Uh, I don't know where the Battle Super Juniors was. Forgive me, but it was... Doesn't matter. A hot crowd makes all the difference, and that crowd was hot. They were ready for that match, even though it probably wasn't who they thought it was (laughs) going to be.
1: If you had these two guys in the finals... They
0: thought it was going to be Despy and Mike Bailey, and they still got into it. And goddamn, I got into it, too. I was way into it, loved
1: it, Jason... Um, L.I.J. versus L.I.J. And with um, T-Time versus Hiromu, when I saw that happen, I was like, oh, oh what the fuck? I mean, I think t is one of the guys that Mike Bailey, Leo Rush on a smaller end, uh, Francisco Akira, um, Car Connors, just naming guys now. No, I'm really not. Honestly, (laughs) I'm really not. There's guys that that should get some love. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, right. Uh, Dan Maloney. Tommy McGuire. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, Even when we said it last week, and I and I stuck to my guns where I thought it was Despy versus Mike Bailey. When Mike Bailey lost, I was like, "Oh, damn, that's crazy!" You know, it, it was still an upset when you have T Time jumping off shit and and tapping Desperado out. That to me was the bigger surprise. So now you have the runners up coming in for the final. I had no idea what was going to happen. It was it's one of the best matches I've seen at least for the weekend, dare I say all year long, I gave it 4.75 If you want to put a grade out there. So be it. And I'll put that on PSP and I'll stick to it. I I love the fact that new Japan is doing the one thing I ever asked from any promotion. You have young talent. We've, we ran down Master Waddle on multiple occasions. We've yeah, all we've, done it. Yeah, we we've all them. done we've it. We've all done it. Now he's here on the cusp of at least on Dominion to wrestle humoru God bless him for it. I don't think he's going to win it. But you've seen the evolution. The Wrestle Kingdom match was like, oh, damn, he can stay, stay with anybody. And now he's won BSOJ. I can't wait for Horomo and fucking Master Waddle on, and, and Dominion. It's going to be some good shit.
0: All right. We're going to save a couple New Japan things for next week, which is uh, G1 is rumored to go to 32 people. And the other thing is that Aussie Open has signed with AEW. Yeah, not, that's not a rumor. They, they that's did a done not, deal.
1: Th- that's done deal
0: as a journalist i know that the contract hasn't been signed yet <laughs> so it's not a rumor hold on hold on hold on i'm getting i'm getting a phone hold on i'm getting text message right now this is banned from ringside. Okay, Aussie Open has signed with AEW, so they are no <laughs> longer signed with Japan uh, <laughs> Wrestling. Uh, hey, everybody, we got some <laughs> book days this week. We got check. Lucifer the Cat is uh, four, four years old. James Storm is 46. AJ Styles is 46. Lex Luger is 65. Velvet Sky is 43. What? That's what's said. Born in 1981 I know Gorilla Monsoon R.I.P. Would have been 86 Rio is 26
1: What? Rio is 26
0: 26 Jesus Christ Drew McIntyre is 38 Superstar Billy Graham R.I.P. Passed away last week He would have been 80 Howard Finkel The The fake, Passed away A couple years ago He would have been 73 Mick Foley is 58
1: I was going to add that you we, we know there's
0: tons of podcasts to to us. We appreciate you guys listening to ours. For Tender Mahal. Check. For Vice. Check. For... <laughs> Oh, I forgot to say Billy. Billy is also for today. Yeah, oh, you know, I six. forgot about the other cat. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna do it all the way to the end. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, for yes, Murray sorry. the Birdman, Murray. Check, for
1: check. Lucha Chris. Check. For Patriot Pat. Check. For sideways in time, I'll throw it out there. Check
0: sideways in time for three beers. Zach Pullman. Check. For Jason Cornelius Bell. I'm Bill Check. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Check. Tip your local bartenders. Check. Tip your local servers, and never check. forget to boo the heels. Boo!